Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Down to the pitch to talk soccer and City SC with Taylor Twelman. This is Talking with Twelman on 101 ESPN. Presented by Together Credit Union. Together Credit Union. The City SC Visa credit card is exclusively available at togethercu.org. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. My name is Tim McKernan. That's Action Jackson. And this program is presented to you by St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. That is Munga Ass. And it is our pleasure every Tuesday, presented by Together Credit Union, to be joined by Taylor Twelman. Taylor, good morning. What's up, brother? What, what's up, brother? How are you? I am good. I, you know what? This this is a little obscure. And I'm, I'm uh, this is probably not the direction you thought I would start this thing off with. But I love Andrew Marchand. And uh, John Oran's uh, sports media, sports business podcast. And and I read Marshawn in the New York Post uh, regularly, and I was listening to his podcast. And I saw you did an interview with him, and uh, you said the following. And by the way, do you pronounce it Pele or Pele? It's Pele. I thought so. Did you know that? Look at the look on Jackson's face. He can't believe it. This is shocking my world. Yeah. Pele. Yeah, how about that? I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it is <laughs> arguably one of the greatest athletes ever. You think we might be overreacting a little bit. I think I'm underreacting. You think you think it's a bigger deal, actually, somehow. Here's my point. We'll focus on that tomorrow, Jackson. Here's my point. Taylor, you said to uh, Marshawn, Messi will be bigger than anything Pelé did, and that, of course, is in reference to him uh, going to MLS with that announcement last week of uh, of going to Miami. And I saw Neymar talking about that as well, and what the what it's going to mean for MLS. In one way, it's perfect timing for St. Louis, and another way, it's incredibly unfortunate that we miss him by a week. But if you could elaborate on that and what it will mean for uh, MLS. I I mean, for the listeners that don't know my history, I was born during the NASL. My father played when Americans were very fortunate to get on the field and very lucky, right? So he made a 10-year career out of playing in the NASL. And firsthand, I heard the stories of what Pelé and Beckenbauer and Canalia and what the Cosmos did. And what I'll say is this. They introduced the game to North America. And anyone that comes to me and says, well, look at the 1950 World Cup, miss me with that. That's how I'm talking about Pelé was the greatest athlete in the world, and he came here and introduced them to what football, soccer is around the world. But there was nothing that that allowed the NASL to capture that, to continue it. The league literally folded within years later. And so what I'm trying to say is now you've got David Beckham coming here in 2007. That changed the league for the better. You've got soccer-specific stadiums. You've got owners spending tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. The expansion fee was $30 million. It's now $500 million. However, Messi 
still in his prime, still with the ability to win a World Cup six months ago, is coming to the United States, Canada, and ultimately Mexico when the World Cup is here in 26. And it's going to elevate the game to a level that Pelé couldn't get there, and that wasn't his fault. Look at the infrastructure that's here. Look at the markets that are in the league. Look at exactly where the youth is. The fact that, Tim, you and I can watch any game in the world now via the Internet streaming. He's now going to take that rocket ship to the moon. Pelé couldn't do it. Not his fault. It was just the timing, Mm -hmm. and it was a different world. This is completely different. Messi's going to blow it out of the water. And uh, your your quote in uh, the article in the New York Post, Messi wants to be as big of a global star as Michael Jordan. I think sometimes people see, you know, quote-unquote aging players who have played overseas come over to MLS and go, okay, well, they're just, you know, cashing in while they can and and kind of shutting it down. That's not your viewpoint on the reasoning for this move. Uh, your thoughts on, on that, uh, Taylor? Well, if he's cashing in, he would have gone to Saudi Arabia exactly. for $1.6 billion net. Not gross net over three years and so the fact anyone that wants to say he's retiring they they, have they not paid attention over the last six months he won a world cup for argentina he's the only player in western europe top five leagues in the world top five leagues in europe to have 20 plus goals 20 assists and so to say he's retiring it just you're not paying attention is he what he was 10 years ago no he is he's absolutely not however The quote about being Michael Jordan, it has really ruffled some American sports fans' uh, feathers. They don't get it. They don't understand it. Michael Jordan's massive. So massive that Jordan brand was the uniform supplier for the team that Messi played on in Paris. Okay? So, Tim, what I'm saying is Messi wants to be that. The only thing, and this is directly from Messi's camp, it's been given to me for the last 18 months, if he wants to be Michael Jordan, the only place he can do it is in this country. It's still an untapped market. Copa America is going to be here in 2024. The World Cup is here in 2026. The only place he can do that is here. Now, also coming to the United States allows him to be younger and fresher for the Argentina national team. And what people don't get is if he went to Saudi Arabia, that's 70% more travel. That's flying from the Middle East to this hemisphere. But he wants to be the next Michael Jordan. His camp does. And in order to do that, he's got to have a huge World Cup and use this as a runway into that in 2026. And then I think Adidas, Apple, and the other corporate sponsors, I think they're going to help him get there. And and to be clear, because people may look at the uh, schedule and go, this is great. Messi's going to be playing St. Louis. That is not the way it's going to work out, correct? Miss him by a week? Uh, Messi has not made the decision when he's coming here. Does he come in July 15th? No, uh, yeah. I don't think he does. I'd actually be a little surprised if he comes July 21st. This is going to be the first opportunity this summer in the last nine years that he could take an extra three weeks and to really gather himself and then open up in August. I, I think both are up in the air, but I, I, he won't be in St. Louis on July 15th. Uh, and uh, with regards to the tie-in that you made earlier, Taylor, David Beckham, Galaxy, 2007. We saw the Galaxy here in St. Louis. Uh, that's a team that at the moment is not moving in the direction that they wanted to be doing 16 years ago with Beckham, uh, nor in 2023. And City had an opportunity taking a 
uh, 1-0 lead, and were not able to hold on. What did you see on Sunday? Once again, missing Klaus, I think, could be uh, made a, a case for what we we saw with missing that opportunity. Your analysis on Sunday afternoon at City Park. Depending on how this season ends up, Tim, I think you are going to hear me bring this up in September and October, unfortunately, for St. Louis City. Inexcusable to not leave that game with three points. Yeah. And it comes down, listen, Nerwinski, bad giveaway, tying goal. I get all of that. But if Vasilev plays Joe Akini in a square ball, a simple finish, it's 2-0, game's over. Yeah. And these are the little things that come to bite you. So if they don't host a playoff game or they don't win the supporter shield and it comes down to a couple points and results, these are the kinds of results. St. Louis City didn't play great. But you got yourself a 1-0 one, one lead on an unbelievable goal from Joe Akini. Fantastic touch. You then have the opportunity to literally finish the Galaxy, who are really struggling confidence-wise. You don't put that away, and then it leads to a mistake, 1-1. It's unfortunate. It's one that I think after the Dallas game, because that was as flat of a half performance that I saw midweek, that was weird. And then you see that. I think it's unfortunate. I think Bradley Carnell, Lutz, Fonenstiel, and that group are going to sit there and say, oh, we let that one get away. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you, Taylor, final, final thought here. I realize, you know, Dallas is in a different spot than, than the Galaxy, but, you know, th- these were two opportunities in a, in a matter of, of, what, five days, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, from the yep. abandoned game against Dallas, uh, and that one was scoreless when they restarted, and then playing the Galaxy, that there's a real opportunity to pick up some points, and unfortunately, I, I look back on it, and I, I go, is that was that a case of some missed opportunities there? And, and you just summed it up. If, if things aren't where they should be in September, uh, they may look back on, on this week as uh, – is some missed opportunities. Well, part of the success in MLS when you have a season-long campaign and you go about it in different ways, different time zones, different weathers, you've got to win when you're not at your best. The Dallas game, what surprised me was the change of the roster, the change of the game. They came out flat. They gave up a goal that they shouldn't have given up to Jesus Ferreira. And so then it looked like, okay, I'm interested to see what this team comes out Sunday against L.A., it's difficult. It's a noon game, Tim. It's difficult. It's not under the lights. I thought the energy was a little different. However, again, you're not playing your best. The Galaxy haven't done a ton. You get a great goal from Joe Akini, and then you have the opportunity to punch him in the face and finish him, and you don't do that. That's going to leave a bitter taste in the mouth, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do this weekend against a Nashville team that's playing at a high level. I've done four Nashville games this year. I will be there this weekend to do the game. This is a difficult test for St. Louis City because they've got arguably the MVP in the league and Honey Mukhtar, but more so they are a team now. They don't give up a ton of chances. And so if you don't create a ton, you're going to be asked to defend for majority of the game. I think this is a difficult test for St. Louis City Saturday night. Taylor Twelman every Tuesday here, presented by Together Credit Union, talking all things city, all things soccer, here on 101 ESPN. Taylor, always appreciate the time, man. Thank you for the breakdown. Thanks so much, brother. Yep, middle name is Palay. Oh, how about that, Jackson? But that, take that. Taylor Twelman here, brought to you by Together Credit Union.